Hey, Purpose Claremont. Hey, I wanted to just share something from today's reading. If you're in the Bible reading plan, uh, part of today's reading was Matthew chapter 22. And looking in verse 23 is kind of where it started for me. Um, it says this, the same day, um, and this is, a, this is a day where Jesus is kind of being questioned on everything. I mean, he tells this parable about a wedding feast and uh, he sent uh, the a servant is sent out by this king uh, to go get anybody or there's certain people that have been invited to the wedding feast go get them bring them back and then they all have excuses as to why not to go and then he's like oh man okay so forget it then go get anybody just find anybody just bring them in and so there's this wedding feast parable that jesus goes through that's the quick there's so much more to it then right after that the pharisees drop this question on them to test him not because they're actually uh, inquiring of him, but because they're just trying to test him. And then the Sadducees, this is where we pick up. Uh, verse 23, the same day Sadducees came to him so, who say that there is no resurrection and they asked him a question. So that's key to understand the, the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection of the dead. They didn't believe that happened. Saying, teacher, Moses said, if a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died, and having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. So to the second and third, down to the seventh. After them all, the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. Now verse 29, this is so important. But Jesus answered them, you were wrong, because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. I just want to stop right there. Right, That's it. Just right there. Jesus answered them, you're wrong. Why? The fact that they did not believe in the resurrection of the dead means that their question here was already skewed. It's a question to test Jesus. It's not a, it's not a question for information. But they're, they're, they're asking a question based upon a misunderstanding or the fact that they're wrong in what they believe. And Jesus calls them out on it. He says, you're wrong. And he says, here's the reason why you're wrong. They didn't know the scriptures, so they weren't. They didn't look in the scriptures, which has truth. We look in the scriptures to understand, to know truth, nor the power of God. You don't know either one of them. I mean, think about where you would be as a follower of Jesus. You don't know the scriptures, and you don't know the power of God. And yet I wonder how many people today are content with not knowing the scriptures and not knowing the power of God. That Christianity just kind of becomes a right to ritual. It's a tradition. It's what, you, it's what you've always done. You were brought up doing it. You go to church. Guys, we got to make sure that we know the scriptures and this power of God, this newness that we have. The gospel is the power of God, according to Romans chapter 1. It's the power of God. We get to live this life that Jesus wants us to live. That's experiencing the power of God, and that will grow. Our understanding of what that looks like will grow as we continue on with Jesus throughout the years. But it all starts with the scriptures, that we gotta know what the scriptures say so that when we have these experiences with God, we have a foundation of the scriptures to know whether or not this was God. So if something happens, not to automatically, because it was just this experience that I loved, to go, that's automatically God. Because there's times where I'm feeling like he's confronting me, that's not all that great of an experience, but it's necessary. But I got to know the scriptures to make sure that when I sense maybe God is speaking or when I sense God is working, I can look to the scriptures because there's a foundation. So that's my prayer for me. I keep praying, God, I want to know your scriptures and I know I want to know your power in order that I'm, gosh, that I'm a follower of you, that 
gets it and is understanding you and enjoying you and blown away with what it is that you're what you're doing and accomplishing I don't think I ever want to hear Jesus go you're wrong and yet I have to accept the fact that I guarantee I've got some wrong understandings of what scripture teaches and that's why I think it was I think it was earlier in the, in the other part of reading in Isaiah for today there's just parts where I feel like the question was, are you still teachable? Are you still teachable? And I'm like, God, I want to be teachable. I don't want to believe that I've arrived. I still have so much to work on and I have so much for you to work on. Um, but I know there's things that I, that I don't totally get and that I've, I've probably missing um, the complete truth of it. I just want to know the scriptures and I want to know the power of God. I don't ever want to hear Jesus say that. I, I mean, I get if he says, hey, you're wrong here because you don't understand the scriptures, but to not know them, to just sit there and go, I don't know any of them, to be completely wrong, oh, that's horrifying. To go, here's what I really meant when I said, that's totally different. So that's that was huge for me. They asked a question to test Jesus, and Jesus just called him out. And so I was just, God, what, where am I wrong? Where am I wrong? Convict me. Show me where I'm wrong, that I would continue to move forward in your truth. Because to move forward without being in the truth of God is pointless. It's pointless. We just go in the wrong direction. And I'm so thankful that we have a God who calls us out on it. Hope that's a blessing to you. Guys, I love you more than you know. And we'll talk again soon, okay?